everyone. Welcome to the No Sugar Added Podcast, where we have raw conversations about what self-employment really looks like. I'm your host, Joanne Augustine, ready to give you today's blend and cup of excellence. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the No Sugar Added Podcast. Yes, it's been way too long. No, you're not wrong. The last episode was definitely in July. And since then, I've been getting my ass kicked, which is what today's episode is all about. But before we get into today's blend, I do have a few announcements. First up, this will be the last episode of season two. Yes, I needed to make sure that I wrapped up the season correctly. We'll also be moving to a monthly schedule, so one new episode a month instead of our initial every other Tuesday schedule. Why? Because your girl can't keep up. And I don't want to fail you again, but more on that in today's blend. Also, quick disclaimer, this episode is the epitome of why I call this podcast No Sugar Added. This shit is real. This life I'm living where I'm responsible for creating opportunities to generate my income and livelihood is real. And you know what it also is? Scary as hell and many times hella inconvenient. But you know what? Going through this hiatus brings me back to the purpose of this podcast. I wanted to show what it really looks like to be self-employed, and I realized that I can't hide when things are tough or feel like a fraud for sharing techniques that have worked for me when things aren't necessarily going as planned. I have to also show you the ugly. So let's get into today's blend. In today's blend, we're talking about why I've been on a hiatus and what I've learned from this period of my life. The long and short of it is, life has been kicking my ass. I'm not even gonna lie to you guys. To give you some context, at the time I recorded our last episode in July, what I've learned in the last three years self-employed, make sure you check it out. I was approaching one year operating All Things Content LLC, which is my full service boutique digital marketing agency. I had hired and was training my first summer intern. I got engaged. I had just developed and launched two Skillshare classes. And to top it all off, I was managing a full client roster while running the social media pages for three of my own brands. Anyone can see that I was one responsibility away from burnout and having a full-blown breakdown. Well, spoiler alert, I did. But I also learned a few things from that breakdown. So here they are. Number one, I need to practice what I preach, aka take my own advice. You can't do it all. You need help. Yes, of course, you also need money to outsource, but you'll never make that money if you don't recognize that you need to make it for that purpose. So what I'm saying is you have to know what you're generating income for. When you know the purpose of the money you're making and get real specific, like I need to hire a mini me, oh, believe me, you'll create a plan to make it. Every financial decision you'll make from that point will have the why of it at its core. Number two, I need to be more disciplined with my money. It's not that I'm a heavy spender or anything. It's that I look at expenses from a lump sum perspective. And a lot of people who may not have had a lot of knowledge on personal finances, like their parents didn't talk about money or were raised in a household where money was like this taboo thing. I've noticed a lot of people also kind of have the same approach 
if they have that similar background. So what I mean by looking at it from a lump sum perspective, you're using income from one sales transaction to tackle a bill in its entirety versus a compounding perspective where you save a little at a time. I'll give you an example. For instance, my fiance gave me this great strategy. Instead of looking at what you generate for a month, which is what I used to do. Every month I would go into my QuickBooks and look at you know what came in and then from that point, I'll start divvying things out um, financially. So instead of doing that, look at it from each transaction and follow this specific formula for each of the transactions or like, invoices. So I don't know if this will work for, you know, e-commerce sales, but for professional services, I think this is a really good tactic. So for each sales transaction that comes through, like a package you sell or a retainer, whatever the case might be, make sure you're following this formula. Take 30% and immediately send it to your tax account. Um, I personally recommend having a high yield savings account for a tax account because you can have that tax tax money make money for you, but everybody has their own thing. Take 40% and give that to your business and then pay yourself 30%. And of that 30%, determine what percentage of that is going to go to savings. That has allowed me to be a lot more disciplined with every income source that I get. Um, immediately having that compound effect for the tax account and that compound effect for the business account has allowed me to create cushion for my business for those slower times in the business, which leads me to my next point, which is I need to understand the seasonality of my business. But quick side note, Jensen Saro's book, uh, You Are a Badass at Making Money, is a great book that dives into the emotional relationship we have with money. It really helped me understand how I see money and how I interact with it. It's not one of those books where it's like, this is how you make six figures in like three months. It's not that at all. It's not a how-to book. It's more so the psychological background um, when it comes to finances, managing finances, um, and also making money. So it's a great book if this is an area that you struggle with for you to look into. Anywho, back to my little list here. Number three, I need to understand the seasonality of my business. As in, when do I make the most money? When are my uh, slow periods where I need to use the cushion that I was just talking about to keep things going? Granted, I needed to experience this first year of business operating as an agency versus what I was doing before, which was just me, one woman show, in order to like know this. But now that I do know this and I have this first year under my belt, I can tell you that it's a thousand percent clear to me now. So I make the majority of my income within the first half of the year. So all of my other endeavors that I do, like teaching my Skillshare classes, speaking opportunities, books, all of that stuff is going to have to be reprioritized towards the second half of the year when my business is in its slower period. Because what's happening is a lot of my time is going towards all of these other things while things are like heavy flowed and projects are coming in so I have to turn things down um, in order to do those other 
endeavors that I talked about. So now that I understand the seasonality of my business is like, it's not going to be fast paced and all the projects flowing in all year long. It only happens the beginning of the year. Now that I know that, then I'm going to make sure all of my time and energy and focus goes into the business in the first half of the year. And then all the other things that I do to grow my brand, um, the second half of the year. So really understanding the seasonality of your business allows you to better prioritize so that you can better manage your workload and the profits for your business. And finally, number four, I need to create a plan to fire myself. In order to grow and scale my business so that it can flourish, even during those slower times we were just talking about, I need to fire myself from the day-to-day operations so I can focus on building new relationships. So like I mentioned earlier, I'm the one that handles all of the social media pages. Um, You know, even with this podcast right here, I'm the one who comes up with the content, schedules the interviews, um, builds out the content for social media to promote the podcast, all that stuff. So all of those things take time. And in order for me to not burn out, I need to outsource that and slowly get to a position where those kind of day-to-day things to keep things moving are handled by somebody else. So that was a big realization for me this year um, and something that I definitely plan on prioritizing for the new year. So I know you're probably saying to yourself, okay, I get it. You were overwhelmed, you had a lot on your plate, but why didn't you use this podcast as an outlet to share all of these things that were happening to you, to, you know, let us know what you're doing wrong so we don't do anything wrong. (laughs) Um, And the honest answer to that is that I was scared to admit that I was failing. I felt like an imposter. How could I come on here and share techniques and advice when my shit was up in flames? I didn't want to lose the respect of my audience or negate or even devalue all of the gems that I and all of our podcast guests had shared over the course of two seasons. But you know what? I was completely wrong about that. I can't be an imposter. Why? Because failing is part of succeeding. And like I've said time and time again, this self-employed life is not sexy or romantic. Don't get me wrong, it has its moments. But a lot of it is trial and error and getting your footing because this isn't necessarily one of those clear paths or like there isn't a blueprint for this. We're figuring it out as we go along. But good news is I've got hella content to share for season three. So that's all for now. Thanks for listening and rocking with me as always. I'll see you next year for season three and happy new year. Make sure to follow the podcast on Instagram and Facebook for all the latest updates at No Sugar Added Pod. That's P O D. Chat with y'all soon.